Howdy, craft beer lovers. Welcome to the Hop and Barrel Happy Hour. I'm Brian. And I'm Justin. And we are here with Jen. Hi. Mel. Hello. Also, Casey's here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we are here, uh, and it is uh, January, I'm sorry, Jesus. February 14th is Valentine's Day, so we thought we'd bring our significant others down to the studios and show them what we've been up to since neither of them listened to this show at all. No, I think that is not true. <laughs> Brian, don't give away my secret. <laughs> Proving we're not just getting t- together to drink on Sundays. I that is true. We're doing that too. But well, uh, yeah. this is a very expensive cover, guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So the Hop and Barrel Happy Hour is brought to you by Blind Ninja Studios in beautiful River Falls, Wisconsin. Before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to the Black Belt Patrons: Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Brian Jones, and Hop and Barrel. You can support Blind Ninja Studios on Patreon at Patreon.com/backslash/BlindNinjaStudios or by following the Patreon link. At the bottom of the homepage at blindnudestudios.com. So this is episode number seven, which includes news and updates about the Hop and Barrel Brewery from February 15 to February 28th. Hey, Justin, out of, yes. the, out of the five of us sitting here at the studio, who types the hardest? Oh, God. I know. Who can you hear from half a block away typing on their laptop? Probably you or me. It's probably one of us. Probably one of us. It's true. But here's the real hook question. Oh, that was, oh, there's Here's the real one. <laughs> okay. What sport would be funniest to add a moderate amount of alcohol to? All right, two things come to mind right away. You guys can be the judge. Mm-hmm. Fencing mm-hmm. or gymnastics. Oh, <laughs> not riding a horse? I just feel like there's oh. so many I mean, like, injuries. let's be real. Polo. Polo, right? Like, yeah. That's what I thought. Drinking I mean, while on a horse. I've seen, I mean, I grew up in, in like, a, a western area, so, I mean, that's kind of a thing. That's just right? riding a horse. Like <laughs> I mean, I've seen cup holders on horse saddles before. Yeah. They make that kind of a thing. I mean, yeah. we, we live out in the sticks enough to have seen that, right? I think or you're more likely this, to my mind's racing now. There's company a lot of buy into fencing than gymnastics. So you'd rather I think the insurance rider for gymnastics and alcohol combined is not. I think Ooh, that would be yeah. I mean, but it, it could just be another challenge. Like the more you have, and if you can still pull it off, you're just that much better. I think you could. I don't know. Your back I think so too. Or your neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fencing. Yeah. Okay, fencing. Okay. Fencing. I guess, it is. I guess Drinking we were told and which one it is. <laughs> Drinking and weapons. Awesome. You know what we should do? And protection. <laughs> Wait, what's that? <laughs> Wait, what's that? What's that sport where they ski and shoot things? Oh, that oh, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that actually crossed my mind, but my first thought was like, all right, they missed the target, and then they ski some more. Eh. Uh, it depends on how drunk they are. That should true. be downhill and get a cross shotgun country. a beer and then shoot. Shotgun a beer and then shotgun. What? Oh, that was a dad joke. I'm sorry. Meta. <laughs> Oh my god, all right, let's crack open a beer. Go! I was waiting for We, we usually tag team this. I don't have one. Synchro beer crack. We opened all the beers. Oh, there's one that's unopened. I don't know. There's like 19 beers on this table. I'm disappointed in you. I am very sorry for disappointing you, Casey. So while we're filling our glasses here and tasting the beer, uh, we usually say, actually, we usually say which beer we're tasting. We're actually going to taste four of them today. So we'll tell you more about that later. But I want to know, Justin, what have you been up to beer related lately? I've uh, been doing a little bit of research on social media trends, breweries, um, craft, re- craft beer in general. Just um, 
kind of re-looking at social media and beer and getting some ideas for the spring and summer. Yeah, just kind of seeing where everyone's at. Everybody does their stuff kind of differently. And then, yeah. yeah, some breweries will retain a marketing company, and we had done that in the past a little bit, and others will kind of try to do it themselves, and some of them do nothing. Yeah. But it's, you know, just social is very important, and it's something that we kind of uh, like to look into and take part in. But I guess, uh, Jen, what have you been up to beer-related lately? You went to a brewery. We went to St. <laughs> Paul Brewing, which used to be Flat Earth. Hmm. And that was because I left. I had left my credit card there. from. I was at a disc golf putting league the night before and left my card there. And we went, and you weren't super keen on getting a beer because I know you're not, like, super huge into beer. But we got to go walk across the parking lot to Eleven Wells Distillery. Yes, we got to check out some fun cocktails that some, I don't know, they had all sorts of interesting ingredients, and the recipe was on a note card. That was cool. Literally, yeah, they had, like, a little box with note cards, and they just were making drinks. That's the brewery in the old Hams building, right? Yeah, it's a huge complex. Like, it's Mm -hmm. very, like, huge and brick everywhere. And then, like, across the way there is the distillery. So then we, you know, we, uh, I've I've been pals with the the head brewer owner and then the gentleman that uh, has worked for uh, Flat Earth, St. Paul Brewing, and Eleven Wells. I have a friend, Jimmy Keebs, and then Bob Repke, who is owner-brewer. They took us on this little tour. And where did we end up? We ended up in a room, a big room with a bunch yeah. of barrels. <laughs> with a, with a, bu- a bunch of barrels and a bunch of Beastie Boys graffiti. Oh, well, no. Somebody had just written in graffiti the, the name Slop, and it was like, you know, that, like, when I wrote graffiti, my name was Slop. <laughs> that, that line from that Beastie Boys song from that one album. Right, Casey? You're sure. barking up the wrong tree, bud. <laughs> Bark, I'm barking up the wrong tree. It's all right. Is this every joke is going to be a, a dog related joke now? Because, yeah. <laughs> Casey has, he has a puppy. <laughs> now, and, boy, it's a very cute puppy. But anyway, so we went to Eleven Wells. It was amazing. Uh, Mel, beer related lately. Well, what you may not know about me is I'm not a big sours person. Okay. But I secretly am asking <clears throat> Justin. Where the end or the last bottles and kegs of Turning Violet is? Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, I love that one too. I never Three thought pints I would like it in a row of that. Oh. I feel pretty good after that. Yeah, <laughs> cool. We Gordon. could do another podcast, right? Jen? <laughs> Your podcast would only be about Turning Violet. And how it's 9% and you drank like three pints of it. <laughs> oh, your poor Isn't stomach. that how you got her here today? <laughs> right. No, no, we ended up, I, I don't know, I don't know how you went through three, I think after your second one and then I looked over and it was gone and I'm like, oh, well, right. Yeah, it really doesn't even more. taste like beer. You just sip no, it. That's so why good. you like it. Uh. Yep. No, that, like that's it. fine. <laughs> it's, it's a whole different, it's a whole different segment. So. Oh, but yeah, so myself, like I said, we've, we've we got to check out St. Paul Brewing. Used to be Flat Earth. Uh, big complex. He has lots of really interesting beers there. Um, and, and he kind of uh, trends toward the less uh, hazy stuff like we do. And so my favorite there was the Hidden Passage West Coast uh, IPA. And then uh, when we went up to the, the little barrel aging room, there were these little medicine looking bottles all over the place. With distiller strength booze sitting yeah. in them, and I was like, I made a joke like, "Oh, I'm gonna uh, pick that one up and drink some of it." And Bob was like, "Go ahead." <laughs> and so I just like poured this little 
sample of this uh, like 130 proof distiller strength. Mm. Um, it 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 was great, but it was so it was so dry and so oaky, and so not cutting it makes it just like the most tannic, dry, like boozy thing on on the planet. Um, hmm. It was it was something else. Um, <laughs> yeah, just uh, thanks to Bob Repke, Jimmy Keebs, um, some good dudes, and showed us a really nice time. Uh, yeah. So what I thought we might do is get started pouring uh, these four beers that are in front of us, which the four beers in front of us today are, are they represent our, our core beers, um, except Hudson Hayes. Mm-hmm. So... We've got Lemon Breaker, uh, which is our uh, shandy. Uh, so it's a lemon, like basically lemonade and beer if, if for the uninitiated, if you don't know what that is, uh, which the base beer is then our Minnesconsin Hellas Lager, which is a nice light lager. Uh, so you've got Lemon Breaker, Minnesconsin, Crooked Grin, which is a West Coast IPA, and then our double IPA, that's year-round, which is Space Force. So... Let's let's get started pouring these. But in the meantime, I would like to mention that there was a curfew in town in Hudson, and that curfew is now over, Yay. Uh, which we're very happy about. So, along with Minnesota being shut down, we were uh, uh, not shut down in Wisconsin, but there was a curfew just for general safety. And we're <laughs> if you've been sitting around biting your nails, wondering if it was over, it, it's over. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into the first beer here, which is Minnesconsin. And uh, I'll be the first to drop this news here if you guys haven't heard. Uh, and this will come out on February 15th, this podcast. But uh, by the time March 1st rolls around, we will have released our 12-pack variety pack. And that is why we have these four beers. And that is why we're mm-hmm. tasting these four beers today. So Minnesconsin Hellas Lager is very simple. Uh, it is uh, Synergy malt from Brees in Chilton, Wisconsin, uh, Sapphire hops from uh, Germany, and then a Weinstefaner lager yeast strain. Very simple beer. So, Jen, thoughts? This was the beer that I start, I drank when we first met because I told you I didn't drink beer and I needed a beer beer. Beer-flavored beer? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then that this was it. And now I'm happy to report that I have gained a more sophisticated palate. Oh my god. And now I don't drink this anymore because I drink sour beer. (laughs) (gasps) Why? But no, I like I I really like this beer only because it's I mean it's there's got a there's a lot of nostalgic, you know, memories associated with it. And it's works really well with Lemon Breaker to (laughs) to create it, so that's really cool too. Sometimes I pour Minnesconsin in in your wine bottle. <laughs> really? No, not really. <laughs> you never know. That's never so, know. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Mel, thoughts on Minnesconsin? Uh, just really light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a big hoppy person, so this one's light for me. Okay, excellent. Uh, so yeah, uh, then moving on, what would be the next logical beer to try? It would be the Lemon Breaker? Lemon Breaker. Right, so we got a Lemon Breaker that is, ah, unopened. I love that noise. All right, so we're pouring Lemon Breaker, which again is a combination of, uh, lemon sour soda from Spring Grove Soda in Spring 
Grove, Grove Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, so pretty simple. Uh, it is the beer we take uh, in Wisconsin and blend in this big blue 55-gallon drum of uh, lemon extract uh, for a nice, refreshing summer beer. Uh, Jen? Yeah, this this pairs well with suntan lotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Patios. Brats. Brats, yes. <laughs> delicious mm-hmm. so yeah we had uh in the tap room we told we tell this story again in the episode yeah. after this which if you feel like listening to the full story i'll just tell a simple version of it uh we were uh, had some craft soda in the tap room and the tap room uh workers at the time took to mixing some of the sodas with beer just to see what it would uh uh, tastes like, and they ended up with this delicious shandy. And so instead of mixing one bottle of soda to two pints of beer, we called up the company and, and struck a little deal uh, with them and now get a big drum of it and mix it into the beer and produce uh, Lemon Breaker Shandy. And then to be clear, this uh, this variety pack we'll be releasing, it's uh, a 12-pack of these four beers, and that does indeed mean, for those of you who are in love with Lemon Breaker, it will now be available year-round in yes. this package only. Yep. Sweet. Exclusively in the 12-pack in the variety pack. Moving on. Uh, let's open Crooked, Crooked Grin. Crooked Grin. Synchronized. In Ready? three, two, two one. one. Well, that's close. That's Pretty close. Miss- We'll get better. We, we, I don't know how we haven't practiced that more. I'm surprised. I am too. I kind of am too, actually. Now we have a thing. We, All right. Well, 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 now we know well, what you're doing tomorrow morning. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to set up a day when you guys come down to the studio with just a couple cases of beer. We'll just keep cracking them. And <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. I mean, if you see the table in front of you right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll take some pictures. Maybe you guys check the, them social medias and we'll you oh. can see how many beers we've tasted today. So, again, West Coast IPA, Crooked Grin. This one has been a staple of the brewery since the get-go. It's gone through a couple of uh, changes as far as malt goes to make it a little bit more crisp, make the hops kind of stand out a little bit for that kind of that classic West Coast feel. Um, It's also officially our biggest beer now as well. Yeah, yes, is is officially the biggest one. Um, Jen? Okay, so... I don't know the difference between West Coast IPA or No Coast IPA. I this is um, a very ch- sharp beer to me. Like, what do you mean by sharp? Like it's it's very um, the the flavors are very I don't know pungent. Yeah. Yes. Or um, do you mean like the aroma, or do you mean no the like flavor? bite? It's like right there bitey. when you drink it. Is there anything that you can any other words you can think of? to describe this beer? I'm not sophisticated enough for it. (laughs) I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think you just need to drink more hoppy beer. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, like, I, I, and that's, again, my palate is, you know, lemon breakers and miniscansons and then, like, you know, ridiculous idiots. Like, so I struggle, I struggle with the (laughs) in-between. Got it. I dwell in extremes or absolutes, much like a Sith. All right. <laughs> Jeez. Nice. All right. <laughs> Mel, what are your thoughts? On no, I agree with Jen green. that it's right there in your face as soon as you drink it. It's not something I prefer. <laughs> okay. But you, you'd, you'd like a nice Merlot instead? Sure. Cabernet? Well, he can't pronounce the lines. Oh, okay. Okay. 
No. Why do they put random T's at the end? I was like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> you obviously, Stick with lemon breaker. You're obviously not a bowler. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so for, yeah, for me, it's it's the uh, the citrus pine blend. I think we, yeah. um, I know it's self-serving, but I think we really nailed the blend between the two for a West Coast. And I know we're not a West Coast brewery, um, but I think we've come damn close with, with pulling off a, a good West Coast representative for a Midwest brewery. And isn't this your favorite? It's my favorite, so I'm real yeah. biased anyway. I, yeah. yeah, we spend a lot of time drinking this one. Um, mm-hmm. This one and uh, Space Force, too, but um, yeah, Space Force, Space Force will sneak up on you. Um, so speaking of, yeah, let's. why don't we jump into that one? Maybe Jen and I should crack this one, see if we can oh. do it. Oh. Oh. No pressure. Goodness. All right, Jen, ready? One, two, three. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> We really need to practice. How many nails got broken? Do we uh, nine, nine. <laughs> so we, we need to get a bottle of wine and then you guys open those. Right, right. Just that little funk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, this is, you know, I like keeping these IPA recipes pretty simple. And when we wrote this recipe, it's, again, it's a base malt, it's a caramel 10, and then it's yeast and a bunch of hops. Um, there is some table sugar in here, which will give you a little bit lighter body and make the hops pop out just a little bit, a little bit better. Um, Jen, what are the differences between this beer and Crooked Grin that you can perceive? I actually prefer the taste of this one. I don't mm-hmm. feel like it's as, as in, you know, like in my face as, as the, um, cooker again is I can't, which surprises me because again, I'm not really into IPAs, but I feel like it's less, I don't know. It feels smoother. Like it tastes smoother. Okay. You, than you, the crooked grin like more to me. floral or, um, hold on. <laughs> Citrus, okay, orange, orange. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, after you brought up the pine component in the crooked grin, I, that I could, you know, kind of dial back and, and and isolate that flavor. And this doesn't have that kind of a, you know, I don't, I pungent's the word I want it. I just feel like it's very sharp, the crooked grin, and I like this better, actually. But this is smoother Yeah, to me. for sure. Okay. Easier drinking. All right. So Mel says smoother. Mel, what else? Orange. Orange. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. The heavier body, lighter body. Do you, do you like, do you know... You you know which which one has a higher alcohol or not so much? Yeah, Space Force, right? Okay. Yeah. And you, you know that just because we've said that or because I listen to my husband. Oh my oh. goodness! <laughs> <She does that. laughs> can't, can't say that about Jen. <laughs> That's okay though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So Space no, but, Force. But we should say you're 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 actually nailing it on the head. Yeah. Um, Crooked Grin is designed in such a way with the water and everything we put into it to be a bit more abrasive, even though it is a lighter beer in color and alcohol. Mm -hmm. Uh, Space Force, even though it has more alcohol, hits a little softer the way we've rounded off with the water profile and some of the sugars to to be a little smoother on the the profile. And it Mm kind of makes it – Space Force is an interesting one for us because even as simple as it is, it's a bit of a hybrid. We use some techniques from modern hazy beers in this one to soften it up a bit. Acute. That's the word I was looking for. The the oh. hot flavor. That's mm. actually a really good word. There you go. So yeah, this this uh, double IP will round out the variety pack. And like we said, uh, year round lemon breaker is the big are the big takeaways. Two different IPAs, and then 
your your favorite Minnesconsin Hellas Lager. And then coming up this summer, we'll mm-hmm. uh, kind of keep the details, but we will have yep. a limited variety pack coming up for summer focusing on IPAs. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that'll be more towards, what, June, July, something like that? Yeah, maybe. Hopefully late May it's kind of out there, so it'll it'll run solidly June through August in liquor stores. The cartons are in-house, and we'll be packaging them in a few days, and then they should be hitting your market in March. Check out our mm-hmm. social media. By the end of the week, we'll be packing and doing a, a few posts if you want to check out these gorgeous packs. Kudos to Julie Getsky. Julie Getsky. Getsky yeah. Design. Hustle so since that means Lemon Breaker will be available <laughs> all year round, if you just buy 12, 12 packs, you will have your own 12 pack of Lemon Breaker. Oh, she's good. She's already planning. <laughs> but See? Jen, you get three of them per 12 pack. Okay. Well, that then you have a lot more. Yes. <laughs> So you are set. You are set. Jen. I don't know why I thought there was only one, but whatever. Don't you work in accounting? Yeah. Well, you know, I never never said I was good at math, okay? And just so you know, accounting isn't math. Oh, okay. Mm. I I thought it was. Sorry about that. No. I noticed you have a calculator on your desk. Which math is counting, but accounting is not math. No, no, no. I I don't know. I guess I'm not an accountant, so. I don't. All right, moving on. Industry Industry news. (laughs) In in industry news, uh, delivery services are going cray because why? Everyone's stuck at home. Yeah. Um, You know, there's a whole level with delivery services from the restaurant aspect that is loaded and um, predatorial even from some people describe as, and we're not really getting into that. But it is definitely worth being aware that Uber's picked up Drizzly um, none of this is really in our area yet, but it's things to be aware of as, you know, Uber's getting into delivering alcohol and... Drizzly is an alcohol oh, delivery yeah. service, and if you're in our area, it's, they don't deliver in our market. I don't know. No, but it's also... I'm not sure. It's interesting to, you know, nothing's changed in Wisconsin, but Minnesota's relaxed a few rules on it. Uh, Wisconsin has in the Madison market letting certain uh, liquor retailers deliver alcohol, and then there's even some talk coming out of Madison right now of allowing... Um, Retail, uh, not uh, excuse me, like on sale or on premise accounts, like liquor, liquor, uh, God, sorry, like bars and taverns to actually deliver, like some liquor stores can, which that would mm-hmm. be, you know, I, we don't really know the official line from the guilds and groups like that, but it's definitely going to be a very hot button topic in the next couple of years of liquor delivery to home, especially from your, your taverns. And I think that things work so differently in. Wisconsin that this just might sort of be a foreign language to to people in the Minnesota market because well I mean we've once in a while we'll drive you know it'll be you know the liquor stores close at 10 and then there's a, a bar across the street from the liquor store that you can buy off sale until midnight mm-hmm. you know yeah, which, and here you're in a state where quick tri- quick trips the biggest liquor retailer yeah. which Minnesota that makes no sense to most people um, so it's a lot of this is, isn't just here, there, but the entire country is facing things like this right now. And these rules change state to state and everything has just been kind of shaken up and chaos is coming. But the, these larger companies are definitely taking advantage of it, getting into it and having some headway of changing the laws to allow this type of service. Did, was there not like to go drinks was oh another thing goodness. that people were talking about, but then they'd have to devise some, some sort of like type of seal to go over like in I know in like Minnesota a if you growler? Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I know in Minnesota yeah. if you buy a growler there's a heat seal. And so a lot of that 
a lot of times prepackaged or you got to like fill the fill the growler heat gun with the plastic thing but wisconsin as usual there are no rules and so <laughs> well yeah i was just thinking about the beginning of the pandemic when you couldn't eat at a restaurant but you could get margaritas to go and kind of wander yeah. wander walking around with your yeah. you know pitcher of margaritas or insert you know whatever mixed beverage from your local establishment right mm-hmm. i mean i, I would assume there's it's going to be some some type of seal, and I mean, I know there are other states and other obviously countries that you can get to go beverages, or I don't know what is it in in some states. If you're a passenger, you know, go nuts, you can drink a beer, kind of a thing. Well, drive through, you know, margaritas in New Orleans. That's definitely a thing. Like. That it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, joking is. It, I, I'm actually being serious when saying this, but I mean, there's plenty of jokes for everyone who knows. Once you get north of eight, it's free reign. Mm-hmm. But it, mm-hmm. it, it's that actually kind of attitude that actually does make a difference and impact how laws are made or people regulate or people think about it. If there's this laissez-faire, relaxed attitude about a large chunk of the state already, it makes it that much easier to open up things like this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of interesting stuff going on as far as that goes and the uh, you know the way the, the Tavern League is working. Yeah, we really days. don't have answers on it, but it's just it's all. it's definitely something very cutting edge and new to be aware of, and probably going to be a, a big topic at the legislature upcoming. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, so we did our tasting flight of the variety pack, and I think I can figure out which one you're going to say. So I'm going to break it up into two <laughs> two groups. And so Mel, did you like Minnesconsin better or Lemon Breaker better? I think you probably. What do you think I would say? I think you would say lemon breaker. <laughs> you are correct. Jenny, yep. same thing? Of course. Okay, now, between, and I think I know the answer to this too, I think the listeners probably do as well, but the, between Crooked Space Force. Space Force. Yep, US Space Force. Space Force. <laughs> okay, great. Now, now you know. Thank you, Captain Obvious. You heard it here oh. first. <laughs> you heard it here oh. first. And uh, so... Yeah, it sounds like it's time to get out of here for the week uh, since we've uh, tried every beer on the table. Uh, so, yeah, uh, why don't you guys uh, check out Lemon Breaker, which should be coming up in March and in a couple weeks. And check out our new variety 12 packs at your local liquor store. If they don't have them, ask. Uh, chances are they will call us up the next day and we'll have some <laughs> sent out to them. Uh, so, yeah, we want to thank you folks for tuning in this week. If you have any questions, comments, or what have you, send us an email at info at hopandbarrelbrewing.com. And like I said, you can find our beer in northwestern Wisconsin and all around the Twin Cities area, but not in the Twin Cities area. If your local establishment doesn't have our beer on tap or on a shelf, please ask them. This really helps us out because, unfortunately, we cannot ship beer to individuals. You can find Hop and Barrel on Facebook at Hop and Barrel Brewing and follow us on Instagram at Hop and Barrel. You can also send a message to feedback at blindninjastudios.com and find them on Facebook at facebook.com backslash blindninjastudios and follow them on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. See you guys next time. <laughs>